Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. Ladies and gentlemen, getting right into it. My name is Nathan, hanging out with you. Oh my gosh, that was my that was my radio break voice stuff right there. Came uh, through loud and clear. Yeah. Grant Miller is in the studio today because Rebecca is not. She's left us. How it's, exciting is that? It's just me now and Grant. Uh, Rebecca will not be coming back. Unfortunately, there's been a terrible, terrible accident in Hawaii. They were parasailing and... Those dolphins will get you. A do- w- would you believe it or not? A dolphin jumped up and with its fin cut the lines. And then... One swipe. A great white shark came out and grabbed them out of the air. Mm-hmm. It was It was like nature just said oh, you're done you're done and and so uh grant is going to be the indefinite sit-in for rebecca on the vent lab podcast grant how are you at venting oh i'm excellent at venting you like I think, complaining i think we're gonna get there pretty soon you got a lot on your chest oh, that people can yeah. relate to well mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have a lot of problems uh, great that makes two of us uh, no, actually, Rebecca is doing just fine. We will hear from her in the post-show, a.k.a. the Let's Be Honest. Um, I didn't want to bother her for, like, the main podcast because, you know, she's still on vacation. But she'll 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 come in for the, the patron-only podcast. Um, and if you gave us money, then you could hear her voice. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> anyway, all right, I got I to gotta get off that. Um, Grant, what are we talking about today? Anything important? Uh, well, we're going to hit a couple of the big ones as soon as I remember what they are. Hey, you are doing a great job taking my place of not knowing <laughs> what's going on ever. Well, I think we have some exciting news from Norway. Yeah. We have a little bit of, a little bit, a little bit of topical, a little bit of love advice for the, for the loners out there. Because this weekend is Valentine's Day. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Valentine's Oh, I thought we were just trying Sunday. to help people. <laughs> well, that too. Um, and who better to give romantic dating advice than two single men yeah. in their 20s? Um, so, yeah, so there's that. And uh, who knows what else we'll get talking into, talking, talk, we'll get into uh, talking no, honestly, about. Honestly, who knows? Because L- literally we don't. Yeah, we're going to need a little bit of guidance here. Um, just FYI, Rebecca is the heavy planner. And I am the uh, techno guy. I'm the tech. Well, I'm I'm as you would say, um, I'm the one that wings it. You know, I just wanna I just wanna hit play from button masher to button master. Oh, ooh, okay, a little alliteration. I'm a fan of that. I can read. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll just get right into it because the the Super Bowl was this weekend, mm-hmm. and. I don't want to talk. Yeah, about we're not. It. We're not going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're not going to talk for about a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, what we will talk about though is what was this? The whose ad was it? That this was a. I believe this was GMC. Okay, GM. Uh, General Motors. General Motors, actually, more specifically. Yeah, it was a General Motors commercial. Uh, in S- relation to electric cars, S- starring Will Ferrell and um, Ke- Keenan. No, yeah, it was Ke- the guy from SNL. 
I think his name is Keenan. I, I would have to I would have to rewatch the video. Um, and then uh, Aquafina, and I don't know who that is, but apparently she's uh, a famous individual. Mm -hmm. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, I'm gonna play just a snippet. I don't know how much of this I can play without, um, you know, getting fined. So. Did you know that Norway sells way more electric cars per capita than the U.S.? Norway. <laughs> well, I won't stand for it. Okay, that's all I'm going to play. Um, and if you want to watch the rest, go look up the uh, GM commercial. And that's the only Super Bowl commercial you need to look up because the rest sucked. Yeah. What the freak? That's the only reason people watched the Super Bowl and they were all garbage. It, like, it's one thing if your commercial is like bad and it's like, oh, that was a bad commercial. These were just commercials. They were just boring. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think some of the commercials that I saw were airing just like on the air <laughs> as like normal commercials this morning at work. Oh, I, it's, it's like I saw somebody I think on Reddit had mentioned, and I think they pretty much summed it up perfectly. They, they basically said the Super Bowl commercials were basically normal looking couple in their house plus celebrity or celebrities equals funny. Like 100%. That, like that was it. 100%. The, the celebrity dependence on these commercials was extreme. Yeah. More than any other year. And the writing was just non-existent. It's so weird. This, well, okay, first off, the Huggies commercial was just boring. But, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe can, that's just because yeah. I don't have a baby. <laughs> that That's probably part of it. The other part of it is, you know, most commercials probably run about 30 seconds, not five minutes yeah what the freak and these are the expensive ones yeah these are like six million dollars this for is like real money being forked seconds. out for these commercials and it's just it's 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 like two or three minutes of absolutely nothing it's bogus there is a cheetos commercial and we've had discussion grants on this podcast actually um of the best celebrity couples one of my all-time favorites is ashton kutcher and mila kunis I think I remember this. I think I remember this, yeah. They were in a Cheetos commercial. Kind of sucked. Not going to lie. The only good parts was the fact that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were in it. They really focused on the worst parts of Cheetos. Yeah. The dust and the mess that comes with them. It's, uh, anyway. Um, I don't, seeing food on other people's, tangent, seeing food on other people's faces has never given me an appetite. Right? Or like the Cheeto dust on the walls, like you are giving so many mothers of toddlers PTSD right now. Yeah, that, eat it like a normal, do you have a napkin? Napkin, please? Please, or something? Mila, are you out of your gosh dang mind? They have a beautiful house and no plates, no bowls. Yeah, that's another thing, a little beautiful house and there's just Cheeto dust everywhere. If I was Ashton Kutcher, I would have been ticked. I would have been angry. I, I, and I also, I, also, I also liked how throughout the, and it's not going to make sense to anyone who hasn't seen it, but throughout... The commercial, they just do the same gag the whole time. The entire. There is no original, or, or I'm sorry, there's no, there's no change up. There's no change of pace. There's no change in the, in the joke. It's the same joke. It's, oh, she got caught eating them, but it wasn't her. Yeah, she just keeps denying it, like, throughout the entire thing. But it's like, these could have been, like, eight separate commercials. Yeah, so like if you're, in, if you're into seeing the same joke for five minutes, then. Go watch the Cheetos commercial. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. What was the other? Oh, the, the State Farm one. Uh, that was just kind of eh. Uh, Drake. Oh yeah, that but was. But they had Mahomes in it, so you know. Yeah. It once again this this would just air on a normal station during normal broadcast hours and fit right in. There there was nothing Super Bowl about 
these commercials. Yeah, other than the fact that Mahomes and Drake were in it. But again, they didn't need to be. Like, Mahomes didn't even say anything in the whole thing. He just... Yeah, he pointed at something and said, is that me? Yeah, is that supposed to that, be me? That was and my, it was Mahomes Paul, Oh, and Paul Rudd. I forgot oh, Paul Rudd right. was in it. <laughs> I actually forgot Paul Rudd was in it. Doing a classic Paul Rudd gag. What a guy. I love that <laughs> What a guy. Paul Rudd thing to what do. A, what a Paul Rudd thing. And then the classic M&Ms, like cannibalism, I'm going to eat your friends type. Mm-hmm. Those are always scary. Like, you ever think about the life of a... Of a can of a M M&M. and M, the Pringles stacking different flavors. Mm. Have you ever done this? Uh, yeah. You've stacked different flavors, like a pizza and a jalapeno. Yeah, but I never sat down and said this would make a good commercial. Whoa, mind blowing! I want to know. I, I feel like I feel like the people at Pringles finally realized that they can do this, and they're like, "Whoa, does anyone know about this? Like, what is going on? It it's it's like they hired uh." No, you know what? You know what? You know what? This new Pringle stacking fanatic came from, um, like the vice president or maybe the president of Pringle, Mister Pringle himself. <laughs> his high school year, his high school age son, was found in the kitchen one time stacking Pringles, and his dad was like, "Son, what are you doing? That's disgusting." He's like, "No, no, no, Dad, look, it's ranch." And the the hot sauce one, the jalapeno, and a jalapeno. It's like you know, spicy cheese. It's like spicy cheese, Dad. Write and he's that like, down. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh! We gotta use. We, <laughs> we got. Son, we, wow. We gotta wow. spend money on the most expensive commercial of all yeah. time for this. Wow. I, you know what? Wow. I'm gonna six million dollars right here. That that's a six million. Whoa! That's a six million dollar idea, son. Save that one. What a genius my son is. And then he went to the board meeting. He was like, guys, my genius son, he did it again. He did it again. Stacking Pringles. And I don't know if anyone who works at Pringles has ever eaten a Pringle at this point. No, everybody. convince me. All the, all the younger people were like, wait a minute, they're just now figuring yeah. out that you can stack Pringles. This isn't revolutionary. It's a little late, bud. Yeah, but, but because it was Mr. Pringle, they had to use this idea for their entire ad campaign. And if you're wondering if that commercial got any more original throughout its duration, the answer is no. It just it was the same joke every time for every commercial. The T-Mobile commercial was actually pretty good halfway through. Like they could have just cut it out halfway through. It's like it's it's almost like for the first time ever they were like, "We have extra space, better give away free airtime." That's it, what it feels like. I also thought that the the T-Mobile commercial was a Florida, I thought it was like a uh, a touring a tour of Florida advertisement. Yeah, I'll I'll play that one. I'll I'll just play the Rock. half part. Of what it. up, TB? What do you think my next move should be? Give it to me straight. Maybe it's just time I hang them up. I got one word for you: retirement. If you retire now, you're gonna be walking on soft sand in a week. Just come to Florida and feel the wind in your hair. Retirement is like winning another one. Maybe I'll even join you. On a spotty network, this is what Tom heard. If you retire now, you're soft and weak. Just come to Florida and win another one. Maybe I'll even join you. Just go win another one. Like it's that easy, Kronk. Maybe it is. Boom, that's it. End the commercial. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a good commercial. You got your point across. We we understand, okay, bring in the the ad, T-Mobile. Wow, cool. Nailed it. But no, it goes on for another like 30 minutes, 30 seconds. Felt like 30 minutes, though. 
it, it, it's almost like they didn't watch the commercials after they produced them and they were like well produced yeah but it was just like there wasn't there wasn't any testing done like does this make sense you want to sit through this this movie trailer of a commercial it was like it was all made by interns or something <laughs> i don't know you know what it was like it was like it was it was it was like uh the marketing team came to the um advertise like the the people who actually like produced the commercials and they said we have this much time fill it in and then the the produced the producing team the production team was like wow that's all on commercial uh we didn't plan for that and so then they would fill in half the time and then uh, be like, uh, shoot, well, that was only half the time. I guess we have to stretch this out, huh? And then they were scrambling, and that's why every commercial seemed like it lasted forever. I think you figured it out. I think they're I think they're scared now. Yep. The Bud Light commercial didn't really make sense. It would have made sense, like, when did Endgame come out? Like, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, it, like, it had the yeah. whole portals thing. Like People showing up to Endgame. help at the worst. Yeah. Yeah, and then the unfunny guy singing... With like the wig on. I feel a, like a lot of these commercials were made by some talented people who have never watched a commercial before. Yeah. The Jimmy John's was good, but it just went on and on. Yeah, and once again, on. like I think that was supposed to be like a Sopranos reference or something, which is a little late, I think. A two minute commercial. Oh, about sandwiches. A two minute commercial. This one commercial is as long as a regular commercial break. <laughs> Why? Jimmy John's just that's so much money. Put it towards multiple commercials or something. Put it towards other, other, like, chains. Yeah. Or just literally anything. Anyway, back to the Will Ferrell uh, Norway. Is that where it was? Norway. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Because this whole commercial is about General Motors. I won't say they were bashing on Norway. At any point, I didn't feel like they were targeting Norway. They were saying Norway was doing this well or better than us. Let's go beat them. Mm-hmm. It was it. very much a, a more competitive dislike. Let's let's start. It sounded very much like they just want to start a rivalry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't exist yet, if we're being honest. So they're trying to like start this rivalry. And what makes this commercial stand out, besides the fact that it was probably a little bit better than the other commercials, it was honestly probably the best one yeah. out of the bunch, in my opinion, just because it had you know some variety in it. But what really made it stand out is the fact that Norway responded. Yeah. Okay, so first I'm going to play the, the intro of this commercial again. Did you know that Norway sells way more electric cars per capita than the U.S.? Norway. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't stand for it. Will Ferrell will not stand for it. All right, Norway. Cool. So Norway responded. This is from uh, the university... And- a university in Norway. Um, this is two minutes. Sorry, not sorry. That's not me. That's that's the the, the, the name. <laughs> that's the, name. the title. <laughs> Damn it! Holy mackerel! Olaf, Olaf! This just arrived for you. Uh, it smells like uh, uh, fishy. I don't care. The Americans are coming, and Will Ferrell does not look happy. What do we do? We have to make a public apology, and we have to get rid of anything else that might make Will envy us in any way. If he gets so annoyed about our electric vehicles, I can't imagine how he'll react to all the other stuff. All right. 
Action! Dear Mr. Farrell, dear General Motors, on behalf of our university and the rest of Norway, we are truly sorry. We want to maintain a strong and sound relationship with the United States. And of course, we shouldn't have become the leading country in the world when it comes to electrical vehicles without checking with you first. And we fully understand that you want to punch us in the face. But our collaboration with you is of utmost importance. Our student exchange, for instance. I paid tuition. Again. I paid tuition? One more time. I paid tuition. Good. But I don't pay tuition. Education in Norway is free, even for us Americans. Well, I know that, but Will Ferrell does not have to know. We also hope that we can continue our extensive research collaboration with many American universities. We collaborate, for instance, with the University of... Good afternoon, Rector. I was hoping I could talk to you about our battery research. Uh, you know that project that uses clean, renewable hydropower to recycle and reuse batteries from electric vehicles? Okay, but we'll have to talk about this later. This is really not a good time. Okay. What we're trying to say is that if you want See to See you at the opening of the battery factory then. Yes, yes, yes. What we're trying to say is that if you want to become the number one country in the world when it comes to electrical vehicles, we won't stand in your way. We'll even help you and co-create the knowledge you need. Excuse me. Hello? Hi, Rector. I just wanted to say goodbye and I'll see you next year. I'm off for my one year paid maternity leave. Sorry about that. Not sorry. So uh, we just got sat on. Mm-hmm. Um, feels good. They uh, they were out for blood. Norway got us, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I think that's just a GG. Like, cool. Go and, back to using gas, I guess. I mean, at, and what can we do? We sent our best. We sent. <laughs> we our, sent Will Ferrell. I mean, we we started with our strongest possible option, and now we're left just hanging. Um. Yeah, I guess we lose that one. Yeah, I I don't know what we like. Uh, what language do they speak in Norway? Is it? I I I heard English. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do they not speak English? I think they do speak English, but I think there's a there's I Norwegian. Think there's, that's probably it. Yeah. Or, or do they? I feel like I really should know this. Norwegian, I, I think, is. But regardless, man, uh, they speak English, and and therefore we can communicate with them because. We all know we're not going to learn Norwegian. <laughs> yes. That's not going to happen. Yeah, dude. I, uh, it was interesting to me how quickly they responded to this. Yeah, this okay. was the next day. This was literally, surely they they had a, a sneak preview because this, this was a fully produced. Yeah, wait, what does that say? What is it, the 6th? Does that say it was posted on the 6th? It was posted on the 6th, which was Saturday before the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, I think Norway's on. I think Norway's got a little more technology than they're letting on. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, let's 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 ignore the electric vehicles for a minute and let's go look at the time machine. Can we go look at the time machine? Yeah, uh Norway, what else do you have over there? <laughs> the leading manufacturers in electric vehicles and time machines? Are we on to you? Uh, I think all of those people were probably holograms. You if, blundered. If you look at them, 
<laughs> you messed up, Norway. Yeah, we got you. you. We got you, Norway. Also, I know this girl. We're going to send Tom Hanks at you next. Oh, no, we can't. For instance, I'm paying. Okay, hold on. I was gonna bring this up. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you pointed this out. Uh, not that it matters. Pay tuition again. I pay tuition one more time. I pay tuition. I don't think she's American. I don't either. Good, but I don't pay tuition. Education in Norway is free, even for us Americans. She did get that American. She was. Uh, she got but that. It, like it sounded. It sounded a little strained. Like it was intentional. I mean, I'm gonna make sense. Um. I, mean, I don't, I don't think we I'm can not, make fun of them too much I, I because they're not speaking a second language and we're not. I'm not going to nitpick at all, but I, I'm glad that you know you picked up on that as well I because I felt slightly judgmental. Okay, real talk. <clears throat> all right. Is, is this is this the next thing? Is this the next trend? Electric vehicles or American <laughs> accents? Is, is, uh, is, is responding to other commercials... In an attempt to start rivalries, is that like the new, the next big trend coming I think, up? I think it has been. Has it? Haven't people been responding to commercials okay, for okay, a while? That's that's true, but I feel like this is this was way more specific and direct. Like I feel like this was, and as a result, probably made this the best Super Bowl commercial of the Super Bowl. Plot it twist: General Motors sponsored Norway's. <laughs> Uh, response. General Motors actually owns Norway. Oh shoot! Yeah, so they're, they're ahead. They're, the Norway is a brain. shell company. <laughs> Norway <laughs> is a shell company of General Motors. Cracked it wide open. Um, I I, th I think yes to an extent. I think the more um the more mainstream they make commercials, the reason this one got a a response I don't think was because it was addressing Norway I think because it was a Super Bowl commercial yeah you know if you if you throw in Will Ferrell and Aquafina and Keenan Keenan from SNL um I, th I think I'm getting there right anyway if you throw in like any celebrities and then make a commercial that is directly addressing someone or something you will get a response is that and, and I feel like, it, but like, is that going to be, because look, look at the other commercials. None of them really, like they, some of them kind of did this a little bit, but obviously like so they were, they were flooded with celebrities. Yeah. Absolutely flooded with celebrities. Every single commercial. Is that going to, like, I could definitely see this becoming like, not even like a collaboration, because obviously there was a little bit of collaboration we noted, or a time machine involved. Take your pick. Um... Is that going to be a new, like, method? Because it seems like, obviously, we're still talking about this commercial yeah. and none of the other ones. I think it is a, a big part of viral marketing, which I think is really the overall plan. That's what everybody is trying to do with their ads is yeah. they're trying to find a way to get people to talk about them so that they mm -hmm. can decrease the amount of airtime. You know, well, what, and I think with this, a, a lot of the times, a lot of the trouble with viral marketing is you have to respond to a lot of people and the more people you respond to the better, but that's very hard to do. If you can focus on responding to just a country, then you're not responding. You're still like responding, but it's, it's easier, I think, and still almost as effective, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, this, this seems a little bit like. Like I don't, I don't think 
General Motors actually plans on starting a <laughs> uh, no. rivalry with the entire country of Norway, mainly because Norway uh, has lots of other car manufacturers in it, whereas General Motors is basically saying we are single-handedly going to counter Norway in all of America. We're gonna like, we're gonna take you all down. You know, like you know how big they would have to be to change the sales in America to actually like stand by that. Mm-hmm. It would. Um, I think it was this. This commercial was created with the full intent of just getting a response. Yeah, and I think that's why Norway. Uh, had a response before it even aired on the Super Bowl. That makes a lot of sense. Because people then start, on the Super Bowl, they start Googling that ad, mm-hmm. and then they see, wait a minute, Norway already responded? Oh my God, guys, crazy. Norway responded to it, what? And then they talk about it on their podcast. It's like getting a text message from that from that one person that you're like, sort of like, but not sure about, so you're just like, I'm just checking to see where it goes. Right. That, that, that's Norway and General Motors. <laughs> oh, okay. That is, that is the Valentine's Day couple of the year, right there. General Motors in Norway. <laughs> you heard it first, guys. You're going to see General Motors in Norway on the face of every magazine in the checkout aisle. And there's going to be Valentine's Day commercials featuring General Motors in Norway. And Will Ferrell's going to be like, he's going to be the uh, the waiter at the table bringing the champagne. Yeah. That's uh... a... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Maybe this yeah, maybe maybe this is actually in retrospect, maybe this is just a better one off. Let's keep this as a one off. Let's just guys just let's one-off. just let it go. It's just not gonna work, you know? There's so much difference between General Motors and Norway. This is not um, the Super Bowl you want to be attached to anyway. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um speaking of Halloween though, excellent transition, by the way. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Thank you. Um Valentine's Day is coming up, Grant. And do you, uh, well, we're both single <clears throat> ladies and, uh, we need as many tips as possible, but rather than asking for tips, we're going to give tips mm-hmm. in hopes that people see how, uh, out of touch we are. Well, well, what I think, what I think this really boils down to is an outsider's perspective. How many people get caught up in a relationship and now you don't have an outsider's perspective, right? You're, yeah. It's all about perspective. How can you know what the best Valentine's Day gift is if there's no, uh, uh, there's nothing attached, not, not the, 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 the stakes aren't high enough. <laughs> the stakes aren't nearly high you enough. You give one, listen, if you're married to somebody and you give one bad Valentine's Day gift, big deal. Mm-hmm. If you're single and you give one bad Valentine's <laughs> Day gift, chan- it's off, off the table, no more chances. The stakes are you're a done lot higher. Now. You're done now. <laughs> so... Um, really it's a dangerous I, game. It's a dangerous game. And I think that it is our responsibility as single men mm-hmm. to provide uh, a bit of guidance for those who, you know, maybe, um, already a in bit the of fight outside looking in. Yeah. Um, this, this was brought up because I saw an article that said, uh, Valentine's day flowers might actually increase your chances of being dumped. Hmm. I don't know how true this is. However, a poll was done, and the top three Valentine's Day gifts people said they would be disappointed to receive. 22% said heart-shaped box of chocolates. That's oddly specific. I wonder if it's the heart-shaped or if it's the chocolates. 
I feel like the heart-shaped boxes don't stand up to like the rectangular boxes That's a good in terms call. of quality. That's a good call. You know what is better than both of those though? Going to Russell Stover's, not a sponsor, and getting uh, just a bag of their duds. You ever go to Russell Stover's? I have not. So Russell Stover's, they have what they call their, uh, I shouldn't have said that because I don't actually know what they call them. Um, anyway, it's like the duds, the ones that they don't put in the boxes. So it's just like a miss, uh, kind of a mismatch, like right, a right. But a they'll, they'll put all the right, the, all the same kinds of chocolates in one bag. So you get like a solid pound of chocolates, all the same chocolates. They don't look the prettiest, but they are dummy cheap. Yeah, and th- well, that's that's the no- that's the other thing, quantity, quantity you over spent quality. Fifteen bucks on that harp shape. Is it like 15? I think it's like 15 bucks. Uh, too probably. expensive. Yeah, well, too expensive. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you get them and you get like, you get like, oh, eight chocolates. Whoa, big deal. And half cool. the time you only get like maybe max two of your favorite kinds and the yeah, rest. Well, yeah, that's the are thing. Gross. Look at that. Like, What's with that? You know, nobody, nobody likes the outer rim of chocolates. I think, I think part of the issue is that like we're gonna eat them anyway. So, cause like, cause we're, we're people and we eat stuff even when we hate it because we like to eat. So there's no like, there's no measurement for which chocolates we don't like, even right. though everybody knows that there are some chocolates that nobody likes. And you are definitely gonna eat them all if you try to give this to your significant <laughs> other on Valentine's Day because she will reject it. She'll throw it in your face. And if you're lucky, you'll catch it before the lid flies off so that at least you have chocolates to eat while you're watching rom-coms on the couch by yourself eating all your chocolates. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast because you didn't listen up to us in time. Yeah, you, listen you already to, messed up. You listen to this podcast on Valentine's Day? Pathetic. You could have been... It's too late. You could. It's uh, too late. You could have been eating dinner by candlelight. All right, number two, 28% said they would be disappointed to receive flowers. 28%? How many people did they... <laughs> 2,000 Americans? That does represent the... That that does cover pretty much all Americans. That's so. like half the population right there. <laughs> um. Oh, because... Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Over half of respondents uh, agree that this oft peddled heart-shaped box candy is a cop-out gift there it is there it is so it's not the gift it's the lack of thoughtfulness are you a gift giver are you a gift giving kind of person like do you not at all okay me neither i hate giving gifts i hate receiving gifts yep i'm right there with you it's it's stressful because at this point in our lives a lot of the times like in, in my mind if i want something i'll just get it Yes. I'll just go get it. So I don't know what, like, I see a friend and I'm like, man, I want to give them a gift. But I don't know what to get them because they're a grown-up and they can go get <laughs> what they want. The best gifts, Grant, are whenever you know somebody needs something and you get it for them anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, the amount of time, like that. those are the kind of gifts that I like giving is the things that just catch them off guard. I don't want to, sorry, but I don't want to give you something for your birthday. I want to give you something in December whenever you don't even freaking expect exactly. it. Not it's December because then it's Christmas. It's like maybe you know, February. No, yeah. that's Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> January. What happens in January? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. That That's excellent because it, it is better if you can find out that they're going to get something and you just get it first. Yes. And then you're saving them money. And in their mind, you're saving them money, which is thoughtful, but you're also giving them the gift, which is thoughtful. And it, and it's more personal. Obviously, a box of chocolates and flowers are kind of impersonal because, yeah, like no one really wants a box of chocolates and flowers. It's like a gesture. It's so, about the gesture. 
Um, the and the the number one disappointed gift to receive is furry handcuffs. I think that's just because it's impractical. Listen, listen. On this podcast, we do not condone vigilantism. Yeah, don't listen. Mm-mm. It is not your job to go out and catch criminals. I don't care if your significant other gave you a fancy pair of handcuffs. Don't do it. You're going to get in trouble if you go out there and try to fight crime. And honestly, how offensive is that for somebody to like, like what? You want me to put these on myself? You know, can you imagine? Imagine this, Grant. You catch somebody shoplifting and you hand them a pair of handcuffs. Are they just going to put them on? Yeah. No, that's offensive. You don't know how to operate those things. You think I'm stupid and dumb? (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Plus, plus, it's basically saying, like, here, honey, go put yourself in danger. Right. Like, uh, yeah, you deserve to be in a prison cell. Rotting. Hun. <laughs> Babe. No. It's not safe. We don't condone it. No wonder. Th- on- and the fact that only 34% of people said they'd be disappointed by that. You know, that should be 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe 110. It's irresponsible. It's it's absolutely absurdism is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Grant, we've talked about the impractical gifts, the ones that people don't appreciate. Now let's talk about some practical gifts to, to receive. Something that people need, something that people want. I, I propose this. All right, because we were talking about something that, you know, is, is actually practical. An oil filter. Hmm. You hmm. have to have an, a, a new oil filter at some point. Yeah. It's got to come around. If you really want to go above and beyond, get them a, a jug of oil as well. Make sure it's the right kind. And, and the beauty of this is a lot of the times you give someone a gift and they're like, okay, now there's an obligation to this. I have to go do other stuff to make use of this gift. You can give yourself an oil change. It's not hard. You yeah. got an oil filter. You right. got oil you got your neighbor's yard to dump the oil on you you have everything you, have you it need it, it it equips them it arms them it equips that person to be independent and that's what people want in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> listen you give somebody you give somebody uh, an oil filter and a gallon of oil maybe just yeah like a gallon of oil and they <laughs> that's four quarts what that's the correct amount. <laughs> you give them a gallon of oil and they wake up the next day feeling independent and ready to go. Mm. They feel like they can take on the world. Because they can. Because they can drive wherever they want. And their car will not explode. Mm-hmm. You know? And you need your car to be working in this cold weather, so... There you go. It's, it's thoughtful. It's topical. It's liberating. And it shows that you pay attention to what they really care about. Yeah. How about this one? How about this one? Mm-hmm. A practical gift that can really help somebody in their day to day. How about a to-do list mm. to keep their thoughts in order? Listen, guys, there's so much going on in the world. There's so much that can distract you. Sometimes you need a little reminder of what is important. You, you, ha- you know that you, there's tons of stuff you got to do. You have chores that you got to do. You got to do the dishes. You got to clean the house. You got to wipe the counter. You got to take the dog out. But sometimes you forget one or two. There's mm-hmm. just there's too many to keep track of. A to-do list helps them come back and say, all right, let's stay focused here. Let's keep our eyes on the goal. And there's, let's stay there's, productive. There's a hidden potential here for that little touch, that little personal touch. Because if you know them well enough and you care about this person... I mean, you can go ahead and fill it out for them. Mm-hmm. You can write down what they need to do. 
Yeah. They're going to get a list and they don't even have to worry about putting that list in order. Oh, you have a pre-made to-do list. You're like, mm, okay, I'll knock that out, that out, that out, that out. They're ready to go. This is all about equipping the people you love to go out and be their best selves. I, I can't think of a, a more thoughtful gift. I Honestly, sitting here, I'm kind of surprised that that we don't see to-do lists flying off the shelves. It's especially around this time of year, mm -hmm, you would exactly. think. The, and, and see, Grant, that's what surprises me. And that's why I'm so um, I'm so excited to be able to provide our, our services, our wisdom, our mm -hmm. advice, um, because and, people, they their minds are off. Yeah. You know, and and they've really just got to focus in. Get good gifts. And and here here's one more traditional gift, I think, because there, there are some good things about tradition. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I just want to throw that throw this out here. The moment you see her eyes light up when you hand her a beautiful, sparkling, diamond-bladed saw. Wow. Cut through anything. Wow. You talk about a lifetime gift? That's a lifetime gift. She has a problem? She can cut through it. Yeah. He can cut through it. They have a saw that has diamond edge on it. At that point, you're not just giving her a gift. You're giving her her kids a gift you're giving her grandkids a gift that is a family heirloom that you just started that's her tradition that that whoa that's her tradition mm -hmm. i'm too excited and and here's the beauty of this if you want that to be your main investment going back to our previous good advice you throw that in with a to-do list with a wow. series of items that you can cut mm -hmm. oh you list gosh. stuff that you can cut and you are good to go now they are empowered they are equipped and they are they are given direction, and that is what everyone wants in a relationship. They just need somebody to to keep them on on track, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, to show them what to do and give them the tools to do it. Whoa, absolutely. If you absolutely. want if you want a woman to swoon, that's how you get a woman to swoon. And you can't you can't wait until Valentine's Day to get this stuff. This is this is the caveat. This is the hard part. You gotta you gotta go now. Because you don't know if there's going to be a to-do list at the store That's a good call. on Valentine's Day. That's true. I mean, honestly, after this podcast, I might just go and get one now. Yeah. I might get a whole stack of them, you know? Because everyone needs to know what to do. And and here, you know, there's there's so much going on in the world that there's a lot to do. You, and there you, is. You can never have too many to-do lists. Plus, <sighs> that, that, satis this, that satisfaction that comes with successfully doing something mm -hmm. that's the reward that's their gift to you this isn't just about look relationships are not just about one person they're not one way you know relationships are a two-way street mm -hmm. and by and by going the distance getting them the list getting them the diamond bladed saw diamonds are girl's best friend mm -hmm. i heard that once it's true it's true and this is why they're practical okay yeah. here here's a good one um, because in this article, um, a lot of people said that these were cop-out gifts is what they mm -hmm. felt like. Um, and, and I think what really they were trying to, they were trying to say is that the gifts don't go deep enough. Mm -hmm. A and, saw will go deep enough. Oh, it'll, I it'll go you. as deep as it needs to go. Mm -hmm. Here's mm -hmm. an, here's another one, a bit more practical. All right. Don't give them flowers. Give them seeds. Ooh. On top of that, maybe a little fertilizer. On top of that, maybe a little mulch. Mm -hmm. And I know we're getting into like pricey territory, but maybe get them a hoe. And it's all, it's all, it's, it's all, about the symbolism, Grant. And it can all be found in the same place. So you can just go, you get it all. 
you get if you are this is I feel like this is like that that perfect like last minute like what if you are it's crunch time get them something that grows get them life yeah this is life something they can look forward to you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. in this in this time the future is is really is really one of our biggest focuses. We are all looking at the future, wondering, man, what is that going to be? This is stability. This is certainty. They know something's going to grow, maybe, in their garden because you gave them the the equipment, the tools. You essentially gave them the gift of life. You I mean, if you think about it. And that's what Valentine's Day is all about. Giving seed. <laughs> <clears throat> what were we talking about? Here's here's on top of that. All right, getting back to, uh, <clears throat> getting getting back to to the, get, getting back to the podcast here. Here we are. Um, the nice thing about the flowers is that this is something that you can actually add on to throughout the year. Valentine's Day, you start. All right, and by the way, it's never too late to start. For Valentine's Day, get her the seeds. Get her the, the bare essentials, all right? Her birthday comes around, all right? Maybe some more seeds. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. maybe some of those stand-up things. If you got her like a viney flower, yeah. something that they can- Like one of those smart pots? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about this? A hanging pot. Oh, yes. All right, and then Christmas comes around. Now things are getting crazy, right? Because now she has a lot of flowers. She's got a lot more land to till and stuff. Just get her a tiller. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, women love tillers, I think. I, I feel like I heard that somewhere. I haven't heard anything to the contrary. That's I have true. never heard women hate tillers. Yeah, prove me wrong. Women hate tillers. Women love tillers. <laughs> what's what's another what's another practical Valentine's Day gift? Guys, if you have any practical Valentine's Day gifts, Please let us know that, so that we can add them onto our list. 816-787-1511 is the text line, or you can join our Discord. You can find the link for that on our Facebook, or just comment on the, I don't know, the SoundCloud, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're really trying to help each other out here. It's it's about a community. It's about a, re, Valentine's Day is about the community. It's about community. Wow. You know, it's it's really it's not healthy to make it just about you and them. It's two two people. What are you? Are, you, with are that? you kidding me? What's love about that? Yeah. Wow, one other person. Never uh, seen that before. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No. Valentine's Day is about spreading as much love as possible, mm-hmm. which is why I think you should try to set up as many dates as possible on that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Why limit yourself? Listen, if you are not already. Um, married or dating or engaged to one person if you're single and you're just trying to mingle Mm -hmm. set up as many dates on that day as possible if you're trying to help people the sky's the limit Mm -hmm. because because i mean like we said the 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 foot in the door is the to-do list you know yeah yeah, and then and then the presentation you got the saw option you got the seeds option the oil change you have the the oil and the gallon of oil and, you know, I feel like a lot of these things in some way or another also help people get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And that's what that's another Valentine's Day is not about being comfortable. Oh, if you're comfortable on Valentine's Day, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's what I always say. What are you doing? You're comfortable every day of the week. Yeah. Try something new. Get out there. Get out there. It's Change about living life. your car oil. You know, I don't care if it's nine degrees outside. 
You're not supposed to be comfortable you're while doing your oil. You're yourself later. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, if you are changing your oil whenever it's nine degrees, let your engine run for a little bit so that your oil flows a little better. That's an actual, that's an actual tip there. Yeah. <laughs> that's an actual pro tip. Do do that. Yes. Uh, let's, uh, let's say, all right, let's, let's change gears here a little bit. Let's say you're getting a gift for a guy. All right. All right. Let's step into our lady listener minds. Um, what's a good gift for a guy? Something to help them practical Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. And here, here's the beauty of this. You and I both know this. We're we're in we're in that community. Okay, we're in we're part of the gamer club. We're as you could say gamers. Yeah, we're a bit, we're a bit of the hardcore aficionados when it comes to mashing buttons mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mastering buttons. Yeah. The beauty of the Xbox controller is that it's also usable with the computer. That's true. That's true. That's an actual fact. Bluetooth or a hardwire. Some of you out there may be thinking, oh man, this computer's got a keyboard. It's got a mouse. It's got everything it needs. Grant, what if he's playing a racing game? What if he's playing a racing... Nathan. What if he's playing a fighting game? What if he's playing a fighting game? Ladies, if you don't want... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) He can... Just let him fight people on the internet, all right? (laughs) It's all your man wants. He just wants to fight people. An Xbox controller. What's another one? Um... What about a, a nice a nice gaming chair? I was actually about to say a nice gaming chair will improve his skill. Do you want do you want your your guy? That's science. Do you want him to be supported? Do you want him to feel supported on a daily basis? Like he doesn't have to worry about falling back. Support in a relationship starts at the lumbar. It starts with the gaming chair. Get his get his back lined up okay straight back up and down his back will be lined up his mind will be lined up Mm -hmm. and his priorities will then be lined up he is gonna stand on the objective yes thank you can somebody please stand on the objective i feel like i'm playing by myself here i'll do it i got it because uh, okay because i understand the value of having a gaming chair because there's someone out there that loves me now that's just an example that's not true. I'm just saying that that's what your guy is going to be thinking. But that's what he's going to be thinking. When you get him that gaming chair. Suddenly he's going to realize this isn't Team Deathmatch. This is Capture the Flag. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should move a little. Please, for the sake of your guy, for the sake of all your guy's friends, for the sake of really the world. In Honestly, general, everyone um, who plays and enjoys a good game now and then. Get him a gaming chair. It's the perfect gift for your guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about reaching out to the community. This is this is the easiest way to do that. What's a what's another good one? Maybe socks. That one's actually that that one's actually a good gift. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. It, socks. That, I think actually you could apply that universally. Just everybody loves socks. Everyone loves socks because cold feet mean you're probably about to die. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I have cold feet right now. I'm not wearing socks, and Elvis <laughs> likes to pee with the door open. <laughs> he, he needs to pee with the door open. He likes to stand there. He just and stare at you there. freezing because he has a coat. He's basically a giant sock. Yeah, bro. Don't be so insignificant and, and considerate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said what I was thinking there. Oops. <laughs> this podcast goes out to all your insignificant others. <laughs> Oof. Uh, or soon to be. Um, okay. 
we I feel right. like we gave a lot of good gifts for females. But I think yeah. we need another like, good gift like for, we're, for we're guys. kind of boxed in here with the the gaming thing. Um, uh, let's let's what is a, what does a guy do when he's not gaming? Eating. Get him chips. Get him pizza. Get him chips. Get him a frozen pizza. The gift that lasts longer. And we actually prepared you for this. Go back and watch uh, our last live stream on Friday. We will tell you the best pizza to get. The best frozen pizza. Spoiler. Um, it's not DiGiorno. <laughs> it's not DiGiorno. And it's not Sam's Choice and it's not Jack's. <laughs> I don't care that you like Jack's. It's not freaking Jack's. No, it's not for men. Uh, all right. So we have, we have pizza. Pizza. We have gaming, gaming chairs and Xbox controller. See is there anything else that guys really want? No, they don't like oil changes. No, that uh, they don't like saws. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh. So if you're dating a guy, he's a nerd, whether you know it or not. It's true because everyone's a nerd now. Because it's cool to be a nerd now, and we're all cool. Guys, know? nerds are so freaking. cool. They're so cool. Nerd, nerds are ladies. Nerds are really cool. Get yourself a nerd. Um. All right. You know what nerds love? They love T-shirts with their favorite nerd thing on them. Yes. The nerdier, the better. Maybe one with like a, a bright green shirt with a, a big old Yoshi on it. Mm -hmm. Get get in his Discord group and look at the memes they've posted about the favorite game. And even if it doesn't make sense, because it won't, go ahead and grab that, slap that on a shirt. Wow. Send it their way. And now, now they're covered. You got them covered. Hey, now hey, they're covered. Yeah. And they're also wondering. Which is also what you want on Valentine's Day. <laughs> coverage full, <laughs> full full coverage full coverage 100 percent coverage now i'm just petting elvis I don't, I don't, <laughs> now i'm distracted it's because elvis wants a gaming chair what do you get your dog dog food yeah elvis you want dog food is that what you want for valentine's day you get him a doggy door no freaking kidding dude like what? Although at this point, a doggy door for Elvis would just be a normal door that he can open. I had dreams. The, I <laughs> Okay, it wasn't an actual dream. I was just laying in bed the other day thinking about how easy it would be to train this dog how to open and close <laughs> a door. That's actually excellent. That's, a, that's it, an excellent point. It, it would be so easy. You put one of those like non-circle non yes. handles. like the Put a rope on it so mm -hmm. you can pull it down and then pull it out to open it. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Teach him to close the door. Like, Rebecca, hello. How have you not taught? I thought you loved this dog. Honestly. How have you not taught him how to how to open up doors? I feel like Rebecca has a lot to learn about love because she doesn't embrace the mm. independence of a relationship. Relationships are not about you and them. It's about, it's about making other people independent so they don't need you. Right. And speaking of relationships and independence... Both of those things are things that I long for. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and Grant, I had teased a little bit ago, uh, switching gears here, by the way. Um, I had teased a, a, a week ago, I think, on our Let's Be Honest, our Patreon uh, episode, of the potential, and it's still just potential, that you and I might be uh, uh, roommates it's a possibility. It's a possibility. I'm not ruling it out. We're not ruling it in or out. It's just kind of. It's just kind of suspended there. Suspended in in yeah in in disbelief. Yeah. Regardless, um, apartments have been looked at, 
And so you start kind of like making a budget for yourself. And here's the problem, Grant, is it is so hard to find an apartment that fits your budget. Mm -hmm. Like, is there really anything around that I can get for $1.3 million? That you can get that says, okay, this is affordable, but also... I'm not in college anymore, so right? there needs to be a few basic human amenities. It in doesn't there. need to be flashy. It just needs to be functional. It needs to be finished. Yeah. Ideally, a roof is nice. Functioning doors and windows are something we're looking for. You know what? And the functioning door doesn't even have to be in the front. I'll be honest; it could be in the back. Just a just a functioning back door. As long as I can get in and out some way somehow. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, anyway, I bring this up because. There is uh, possibly the skinniest house in London is up for sale, and it's a measly $1.3 million. You know, I think that's going to be excellent for us because we're like the skinniest guys. Exactly. So we would fit right in. Yep. Slide right in the front door. It's even a skinny front door. That's so interesting. Um, And it fits our budget as well. 1.3 1.3 just six feet wide. Million dollars. I'm, I'm just six feet. I'm not even I'm not even six feet, feet tall. Yeah, dude, we can like, oh, we can lay it. Exactly. What, wow. What, why do we need? We literally couldn't fill it out. We couldn't fill out that apartment. That's so too much space. We have all the space we need. Six feet across. Are you kidding me? That's way too much. Yeah. What? This um, is wasteful. Just six feet wide and covering 1,034 square feet. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Actually? Yes, actually. <laughs> so uh, it's just a long house. It's a long house. It's a house. long house. Five stories. Well, I mean, that's one story for everything you need. You got a story for like the entryway. You got a story for the <laughs> kitchen. You got a story for the bathroom. You got a story for a bedroom and a story for another bedroom. That leaves you an extra story for um for for your gaming chairs. For your gaming chairs <laughs> that all of your uh, Valentine's Day get uh, yeah, dates gave you. Because we honestly, it's always a problem. We're probably going to be flooded with gaming chairs this year, and we want to be prepared for that. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is in um, Shepherd's Bush, West London, so it's okay. actually close enough that we could still commute to work. And um, okay, we can I, drive there. This, yeah, yeah, you can drive to, dude. You can drive to London. They have cars there. That's I never thought about that. Yeah, they have cars. How, in London. Yeah, because like, how how would the cars get there if they weren't driven there? Yeah, well, yeah. you think they're still in a uh, freaking horse and buggy, a dolphin and buggy? I don't know. I just never figure out how they got cars to London. Um, okay, and this says it's five stories. I'm only counting three. <laughs> okay, hold picture, on. Unless it has a basement. <laughs> a basement's an option, but even if there was a basement, that's like a, that's like a two-story basement. That's like a... Yeah, that's a... That's a bunker. <laughs> that's a deep basement. <laughs> that's uh, a bunker. You can have two downstairs neighbors. Uh, it used to be a, a hat store. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I guess they. Wow! Release. Look at this quaint little living room. That is they, quaint. They got a full love seat in that there. That looks like more than six feet, but what do I know? Yeah, it really does. Maybe those. Maybe it's short furniture. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's all forced perspective. Um, but you could fit a gaming chair and a desk in there. Yeah, yeah for sure. And you know, the natural lighting looks pretty good considering it's London. Hmm. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's not actually their light. I think they're just. I think they're just streaming that light in from a different country. But oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that's not London's light. That's that's like from Ireland or something. <laughs> I, I I don't know where Ireland is in relative relativity to London. 
I think it's in the general. How do they? Uh, they probably get cars to Ireland the same way they get them to London. Here's my question, though: How did they get this furniture in the front door? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I think they just. I think they built the furniture in the house. <laughs> oh, that's what they did. Smart. That that is that that is IKEA central right there. Oh yeah, dude. It's it's got a stove. It's got a little like what is that? It's got coffee like, okay, maker. Okay, it's got like big glass. I like I like lots of natural light which you need. Mm-hmm. So they have lots of glass. It's got a real uncomfortable looking bench in the kitchen. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a straight wooden bench. No, that's from a church, isn't it? That is a pew. That's <laughs> a pew. That's just a pew. Grant, never mind. I <laughs> never mind. We're not going. Scratch it off. Nope. Uh-uh. Can't do it. That doesn't go in a house. I'll be deep in the cold hard grave before I move somewhere with a pew. You kidding me? Has there ever been a more uncomfortable piece of furniture developed? I don't think so. No. I think they nailed it. <laughs> they, I mean, probably. This house is in desperate need of a gaming chair. Absolutely. A gaming couch, it's even. It's in desperate need of the of, of color and comfort. And that little thing that says, yes, yeah, someone's thought of me. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> I don't know who, but, you know, somebody thought of me. Maybe, maybe Olathe. You know, maybe that's better I, than London. How are we going to get cars to Olathe, though? Boat, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think you could cross, cross the... Uh, I think I've seen a TV show where they made like a ferry and then put cars on it and pushed it across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. You can also just line up a bunch of logs and drive the car across. Yeah. I just don't want to end up somewhere where it's like, you know, where it's like weird, where it's like wider than it is tall. Like that would just... Ew, gross. Are you kidding me? What, like, what are you going to do? Move Left and right? Are you kidding me? Could you or is even that the ju- X-axis? Is that the X-axis or the Y-axis? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the one. That's it's. The, it's that's the mm-hmm. the axis. Like, can you even jump in a house? Yeah. That's that wide. Yeah. You know, you don't need. You, you spend your whole day moving across the X-axis. You get home, all you want to do is move across the Y-axis. Yeah. You right? know what would be a good val- I think I think you're right. I think <laughs> X is horizontal and Y, y is, is vertical. Vertical. Yeah. Um, you know what would be a good Valentine's Day gift for somebody who lives in a wide house like that? A second story. Mm. What mm. a more thoughtful gift than a whole new story. Man has dreamt of the stars since the dawn of time and giving them the option to move up a little bit. Thoughtful. I think is a good word to fiscally responsible. Incredibly so. I mean, you are adding on to their future. That's that's value. That's the value of the house. You're, you've literally increased the value of the house. You've like doubled it. Yeah. And here's the thing, guys. You, you think, wow, no, the price of wood is so expensive. You don't have to use real wood. Mm-mm. A, a second story is a second story. It doesn't matter what and it's made this out is, of. And this is where we go back to, if they're giving you a house and they've shown you that kind of love, you probably at some point gave them a diamond-bladed saw, which they can use to cut wood. Yep. Woo! Yep. Wow. You know? So listen, this is, it, it's all planned guys. Yep. There's a, there's a plan in place here. So there you have it. Be responsible this Valentine's day, buy good gifts, avoid chocolate, avoid flowers and avoid handcuffs mm-hmm. unless you're a police officer or a criminal. Well, if you're a criminal, still avoid handcuffs, I guess. <laughs> Cause that could be used against you. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, other than that, get creative. Get creative. Look at their needs. Look what makes them feel special. Where's the void in their life that you can fill? With a gift. And that's all it's about, really, is gifts. Mm-hmm. When, it comes, when, it, when you boil down, 
It's all about gifts. What you do trumps what you feel. I could not have said it better myself. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I think we'll end it because how can you add to perfection? Beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is Grant Miller. He's what sitting in for Rebecca because Rebecca's in Hawaii. She'll be back uh, probably on Friday for sure next Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. Of course, if you are a Patreon, then you can hear Rebecca in the post show. Let's be honest. Hosted on our Patreon every week. But until then, my name is Nathan. Uh, and then you say, my name is Grant. And then you say, we out. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.